This is where all your dreams come true. You are the Moulin Rouge. Because you can't catch Welcome to episode 8 of the Broadway Your Way podcast. My name is Lance and I'm super excited to introduce you to today's guest. Jen Stafford is currently on tour with Moulin Rouge the Musical. She is an ensemble member where the show is currently stationed in Los Angeles, her home base. She originally comes from Canada and she comes from a dancing background, which we will discuss throughout the episode. And she has numerous credits. One that stood out to me was her credit with Cirque du Soleil, which we will talk about later on in the episode. Stay tuned as we talk about everything from Moulin Rouge to Cirque to the audition process for the show. Um, This episode is definitely one for the books, Um, and I'm super excited to share that Moulin Rouge will be coming to Houston next year as part of their 2022-2023 Memorial Herman Broadway at the Hobby Center season. Um, You can purchase tickets at houston.broadway.com or you can visit the Hobby Center website for more information on that. So stay tuned for today's episode. Hey y'all, it's Lance um, from the Broadway Your Way podcast. Um, I just wanted to come on here and quickly say, um, no matter where you are in your podcasting journey or your influencer journey or, you know, anything like that, Anchor is going to be your best friend. I love using the Anchor app because it is very convenient, very easy, and very, you know, up to standard as far as usage goes. I record all my episodes with Anchor, and you should too. The Best of Broadway returns 6. Moulin Rouge the Musical Harper Lee's To Kill a Mockingbird Ain't Too Proud Pretty Woman Jesus Christ Superstar and as a special season option The Return of Wicked an unforgettable season to look forward to. We're saving your seat. Memorial Herman, Broadway at the Hobby Centers, 22-23 season. But, all right, thank you so much for coming on today, Jen. Thanks for having me. Yes, ma'am, no problem. Um, So, for people who you know, will be listening. You are currently in the national tour of Moulin Rouge. 
Um, and y'all are in LA right now, correct? That's correct. Oh my goodness. What is, um, well, um, I do want to get to, you know, know a little bit of your background. You know, you do come from a dancing uh, background. So we'll get to that um, later on. But how's LA been for you? LA has been lovely because I'm actually based in LA. So I just get to be at home. It doesn't feel like tour. Oh my goodness. Oh, wow. Um, And how, and how long, or I know y'all, y'all opened in Chicago and that stop was almost like two months, two months, two and a half months. Yeah. Yeah. This is also two months. Um, So it's, they're pretty long sit downs, which has been really lovely. And in San Fran, our next city will be two months as well. Oh, wow. Oh, my. Mm -hmm. Um, I I do. That's what I I do like, you know, seeing because, you know, some shows, they'll go from like city to city to city. Um, Right. Every week you're packing up or every few days even. Yeah. So that must be, you know, like, you know, kind of you're able to relax. And I feel like you have more things, you know, you can do and go see. Yeah, um, we're able to get a sense of the city and like enjoy yeah. where we are, which yeah. is really lovely. Yeah, um, that is so cool to hear. Um, and we are going to talk about you know touring later on as well. Um, I had a lot of people ask questions about like touring in a big show like Moulin Rouge. Um, so we'll mm. get to that in a bit. Um, like I mentioned before, you do come from a dancing background. So what I'd like to know is. Um, what your first memory of, you know, performing, singing, dancing, anything was, and when did you realize you wanted to pursue that as a career? Um, I always loved to sing and dance before I traditionally, like, trained. I think Mm -hmm. I was always putting on little shows for my family. They can attest to, like, at family parties, I would, like, stand up on the fireplace mantle and, you know, put on a show or sing a whole new world or something like that. Um, And then when I was around seven, eight, I I enrolled in like the Calgary Girls Choir, um, Mm. which was a very like technical um, choir. And then also started dancing at a a local studio with like some jazz and ballet classes. Mm. So you kind of got a little, you know, taste of like everything, jazz, tap, you know, things like that. Totally. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Um, And when did you realize you wanted to pursue, you know, performing? And I guess more specifically, you have a lot of dancing credits, which we are going to get to in a bit, um, you know, as a career. I think I didn't see it as necessarily a career or like that I wanted to pursue it professionally Mm -hmm. until I was around 16, I would say. And that was when I, you know, I was in high school and I was doing a couple more dance conventions and Mm. I was getting to see the possibility of like being a professional performer. And also I think I grew in that time, uh, my love for dance and the arts grew. And also I I grew as a dancer and performer as well. So I kind of saw it as a possibility at that point. Yeah, it was, it was something that you realized I keep, you know, I keep moving forward. I keep growing, you know, as a performer, not right. as a person. And, yeah. you know, I think we can, you know, we can do this. That is so, yeah, that's, that's cool to hear. And I like hearing, you know, everyone's, everyone starts somewhere, you know, 
mm-hmm. whether it be, you know, early, you know, like being, you know, when we're tiny or when we're older, which is, you know, yeah, it's so fun. Um, so you, like we mentioned before, you are in Moulin Rouge. Um, you are, um, and it is the national tour. What is it like to be performing in such a big show like Moulin Rouge? It's so exciting every night. And it's, um, it's, there's obviously nothing like performing live. Um, Mm. And I think after the pandemic, we've definitely missed that as from an audience member's perspective and also from a performer's perspective. I've done some TV and film and it's, I love it so much as well. It's so different, but obviously there's, there's just nothing like the immediate feedback and reaction from a live audience. Um, Our show is so high energy and has so many, I have like, you know, so many different parts to it that just like, I I love, I love being on stage in our show and I love experiencing and having fun with all of my amazing castmates. Yeah, that is so, I, yeah, Moulin Rouge is, it is such a, you know, high energy show, like you mentioned. Um, What was your audition process like for the show? And how did it differ from other auditions, you know, that you've done in the past? Yeah, so my audition process, uh, it spanned over, a, 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 I don't I want to say like almost six months. Oh, um, oh, wow. Because they started the preliminary auditions in like all over the country. So I actually auditioned mm. in Los Angeles first. We had our preliminary call, which was kind of like the open call. Um, where you know you you sing your song and you dance a dance and then you get a call back for the next day and the next day we dive deeper we get to do a second dance like partnering uh, we did Roxanne partnering Um, we had to sing our song again uh, Mm -hmm. in front of a couple more people and then on the third day there was another day where it wasn't initially scheduled but they asked for our availability and yeah we did we had the whole like not the whole creative team, but almost the whole creative team there, I think, um, oh. where we performed the dances like Bad Romance. We we did that. And then we also did the Roxanne partnering and we had to sing. So that was my third audition in LA. Yeah. Fast forward a few months, I got a, dish, uh, a call back in New York. Oh, wow. So then you go to New York and yeah. I think like coming from LA, um, it's just different. It's it's mm-hmm. in its own way and the audition process yeah. and the people and the vibe. So when we, when I got there, um, I had a few other friends from out of town as well. Okay. When we got there, it was like, okay, we're in New York now. And the room was packed and, mm. you know, everyone had Leducas on and <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think I even knew what a Leduca was at that point. Um, yeah. But it was like, okay, here we go. This is now we're in the real audition. Like it's, you know, we're going to go two days again. So that was yeah. another full two days of more dancing, more partnering, improv, mm. um, like improving with your partner in the Roxanne partnering. That was really fun. And oh, then wow. also singing in front of everybody. And at that point, everyone on the creative team and their associates were all present. Okay. So like mm. it was, you know, um nerve-wracking but also exciting uh, yeah to be seen and to share yeah um would you say there was more dancing involved in 
this audition, you know, versus I guess singing, or would you say it was more or less? I think it's math. both. Um, I think. I think the thing about our show is that it's such high level dance and high intensity mm -hmm. and physicality. Um, but also you, we also, you have to be able to sing as well. Yeah. Um, and uh, that, that was clearly important to them. Yeah. Um, Cause we did have to, I did have to sing quite a few times and then, yeah, yeah. There's just a lot of steps like, yeah um, so it's not just something where i think especially coming from la and you know we only get a few musical like larger musical theater tour and auditions oh, yeah. a year it's like mm -hmm. we only get those few times and i think this was my i hadn't auditioned for something like this in like three years oh, wow. so it really reminded me of like the process and how important the acting the dancing and the singing is all together yeah. Mm, and I mean they do you know I mean both the dancing and the singing and the acting they all you know play a part in a show in general um, and especially in a show like this I think it's really um, you know I, I, it is very high energy and I guess almost like high stakes just because like I mean everyone I think at this point a lot of people know either the movie or the musical or both so it's you're kind of I think everyone's, you know, like, it, this is Moulin Rouge, you know, this is the Moulin Rouge, you know, the movie, the mm -hmm. musical. Um, so, you know, kind of have an idea of what it's like and what, you know. Yeah, and it's such a huge reputation too, reputation. Yeah, a huge, yeah, a huge reputation, definitely. Um, so what was it like to, you know, open up in Chicago and what were the, what was the rehearsal process like for y'all? Well, we started rehearsing in New York. We did, mm. uh, I think, three weeks of rehearsal oh, in wow. New York. Um, yeah, in a, one of those big studios. We right. were at Open Jar and then New 42. And it, mm. it was, um, I loved, I love the rehearsal process. I think it's so mm. fun. And it was intense. It was long days. It was a lot of information being thrown our way. Um, yeah. But I, it was also really special to be a part of something that I know that the show has already been created and, you know, workshopped a million times with the original yeah. Broadway cast. So that, that became easier for us because there was a template to follow. Yeah. yeah. Um, sorry, my dog is here. <laughs> Did you hear the growl? Noodle. Um, anyways, yeah. So we, we had like so many rehearsals all together and we mm -hmm. were like taught all the information but then there was also Sonia was involved and she was able to oh, wow. um, work with us and like kind of I guess a few things were able to be like customized to us and our bodies and mm -hmm. our cast and Alex yeah. of course was there it's just it was really nice to to work with um, the original creative team in that in that way as well and then in yeah. Chicago when we got there we had to do um all of our like tech rehearsals and yeah that was a whirlwind because like we were in costume like during mm. tech rehearsals oh, wow. as a dancer sometimes tech rehearsal kind of goes slow and we have to go step by step position position by position you know light by light but because but, but, yeah they found a way to kind of uh take a leap forward technically we didn't have mm. to wait to do that so we were able to put on our costumes and it's just 
it was you it was all together all encompassing like the costumes the lights the set um yeah. sound you know um and that was like a cool a really cool and also intense couple of weeks and then yeah. opening in chicago was so thrilling so exciting because i think the people of chicago just as the people of new york were when broadway opened like we've been waiting for like opportunities to see live theater and yeah and a show like this specifically is such a party and spectacle that it is i think the audiences were constantly so excited and thrilled and loud and yeah. it really feels amazing to be a part of that Hey y'all, it's Lance um, from the Broadway Your Way podcast. Um, I just wanted to come on here and quickly say, um, no matter where you are in your podcasting journey or your influencer journey or, you know, anything like that, Anchor is going to be your best friend. I love using the Anchor app because it is very convenient, very easy and very, you know, up to standard as far as usage goes. I record all my episodes with Anchor, and you should too. The Best of Broadway returns 6. Moulin Rouge, the musical. Harper Lee's To Kill a Mockingbird. Ain't Too Proud. Pretty Woman. Jesus Christ Superstar. And as a special season option, the return of Wicked. An unforgettable season to look forward to. We're saving your seat. Memorial Herman, Broadway at the Hobby Centers, 22-23 season. Moulin Rouge the Musical is the winner of 10 Tony Awards, including Best Musical. The Tony Award-winning Spectacular on Broadway. Um, just because I think it's there's a lot you know involved at, um, in the whole entire tech rehearsal process. You know, I mean everything mm -hmm. has to line up smoothly, and then especially with you know a tour like this, or I mean with any tour really. Um, you know, there there's going to be differences between, you know, the Broadway company versus the tour. And you know, our backstage traffic is different. And like, yeah. you know, there's things like that where we, we learned off the Broadway cast, but then it's like our backstage traffic is different it's or our stage, we don't have the proscenium. Like, yeah. so we have to, it's a little more tight in some spots. And yeah, it, it we... We arrange differently based on our setup, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that was just cool. kind of adjusting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, what is a two show day like for you at Moulin Rouge on tour? The two show days, um, mm -hmm. they are. <laughs> I kind of like to divide them into two days in my brain, um, but basically. Uh, I you know you do a show the night before so 
yeah. once you get up it's kind of like you have enough time to get breakfast and get organized and then you go to the theater or at least I do um because I have to prep I have to not only warm up and do my makeup and do my wigs um so yeah. it's just a lot of a lot of things on the list so I tend to wake up get ready have a good breakfast and then head to the theater Uh, the first show is always it feels like you're doing it in the morning even though it's at 1 30 or 2 o'clock but it mm. feels like the morning for us but after yeah. I get through that like first can-can moment I'm <laughs> able to you know have my energy increases and yeah yeah like, I'm okay, able to get through we're doing this yeah we're doing yeah. this yeah. yeah and uh and then we after the show we do get like quite a substantial like break in between um okay which I I normally like get food or um my husband will come meet me and we'll kind of like on Saturdays we get a little bit more time in between so we'll like do something fun in between I yeah. get I get a coffee or not a coffee but a tea for me um yeah. so and then the next show I try to get to the theater because we I think our first show ends at I get out of the theater around like four 45 ish mm -hmm. and then I want to be back at the theater like maybe around 6 6 30 something like that mm -hmm. um so it's just it's just planning out your day but I do spend most of my day near the theater yeah. in Hollywood yeah Ooh, uh, Hollywood I mean that to <laughs> be in a show and you know like I'm in a musical and we're performing in LA I, I think that's I don't know I think that just it feels I feel it feels like a dream you know I feel like a lot of people you know and also because it's LA and you know everyone has this big idea of LA um and yeah. and I was actually you know talking about it or actually thinking about it earlier you know like Moulin Rouge is in LA right now and I and then it you know hit me like how like I guess insane is it you know or it is really Um, I think it's always insane to like perform at these big theaters that have so much yeah. history and like yeah. um, even when you walk in the lobbies and like or even when you're in the theater you look at the architecture and oh yeah you just realize how long they've been around and just like when it's the, that big theater of that of that city like their big mm -hmm. theater I just always get a little like bit of butterflies um, yeah. um, and of course being in LA and like seeing my face on the billboard like on the bi above the <laughs> I was like oh that's cool that's that's me <laughs> just wa casually walking past I was like oh wow yeah. yeah so that kind of stuff you're like whoa this is yeah it feel it feels huge and it it feels exciting yeah um and actually I'm I'm gonna piggyback off of this and I've never asked this yet but do you get those moments sometimes you know when you're walking and you you know either see you know your face you know on a billboard or on a poster like or in the playbill or you know program sometimes of like wait I am I doing this like is that me you know like, yeah do you, do you still get those moments <laughs> I do and I think like I try to lean into those moments a little more here and there especially mm -hmm. I remember in the audition process I every audition process I think when you get towards the end Like you're on the mm -hmm. final callbacks, and yeah. I remember like walking in New York and being like, "Well, like I, I think that's a moment for me always um, yeah. to realize like how cool and how far you've made it and how it's worked out." Yeah, and um, 
<laughs> Sorry, my dog just jumped off the bed. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but for here in LA, I think I really, I really just love like performing in the city that I love so much. And Mm. I, I've I've lived in and it's like my home base and to have all my yeah. friends be able to come to the show is yeah. surreal. Um, yeah, so I still have those moments. I think when we when our schedule gets really fast and we're busy, we kind of like forget about those moments. But when I when I do get a chance to feel them, I really lean into them. Yeah. Yeah. Um. As yeah, I I. I... I've kind of noticed or not noticed, but like a lot of, you know, artists that I've, you know, had on the podcast and, you know, even friend, like some of my friends who are in theater, you know, going to school for theater, they kind of are, feel the same or not, not necessarily feel the same way, but they, um, they kind of, you know, they kind of do all, they think about like, hey, this, is this me? Am I like really doing this? Like, they really mm-hmm. think like am I really doing this and so it's kind yeah of, it's surreal like it's like these yeah. these dreams that you've had your whole life your whole childhood I think when I think about me as like a young like a young dancer and even like when I used to do musical theater in school like I I think this was the big the biggest dream like the biggest goal in that in that direction yeah. and it's cool to like be doing it in this capacity in this type of show that really aligns with me and yeah, yeah yeah it is really cool yeah um what is it like to and I love asking this question as well what is it like to you are um what is it like to represent uh Asian performers and artists on stage um it feels um so so rewarding to to represent that and on this stage and in film anywhere and yeah my dog okay bye noodles yeah (laughs) she couldn't hang um it feels so incredible to be able to be someone on stage that hopefully another young asian girl or Mm -hmm. boy or anyone or mixed person can see and be like excited and see their potential because I don't I knew for me like I was always really excited to see an Asian performer on stage and it wasn't very often back then um it's becoming more and more now but I I, yeah it makes it makes me feel proud um and and excited to share um yeah who I am on this big stage yeah, kind of almost a three sixty moment, if you will, you know. Oh, like, absolutely. Yeah, just thinking, I was, you know, that little girl or little boy, whoever, um, it may be, and you know, years later, I'm on, you know, on the stage, you know, doing what, yeah, and I'm, showing that it's a possibility and that it's an yeah. option, and and I think like, my parents were very supportive, but I know like you know, older generations of my family or just like other friends, families, it's like, this is not always seen as a possibility or a realistic choice for a career for our community. And I, and I really like when you do get to see people in these roles, Mm -hmm. um, it ignites something and in, 
in the young performer whoever's watching yeah it does and I know I, I always get you know chills or sometimes goosebumps you know things like that or butterflies really you know whenever I notice you know an Asian artist on stage um especially you know like a big musical or a big you know production in general um it's like oh like you know that one day might be me you know right so it's exactly yeah and it and it's also you know good that you know you're able to bring the show out on tour you know to everyone so you know there'll be more people that are able to connect to you know to that in that sense I love that part of it I love I love the tour aspect of especially being a first national tour you know like we get to go to these cities that have been waiting for this and communities that you know can't afford to go to New York maybe or can't make it work to go to to go see Broadway and and our show is 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 bringing that to all these different communities so yeah yeah I agree The Best of Broadway returns 6. Moulin Rouge, the musical. Harper Lee's To Kill a Mockingbird. Ain't Too Proud. Pretty Woman. Jesus Christ Superstar. And as a special season option, the return of Wicked. An unforgettable season to look forward to. We're saving your seat. Memorial Hermann, Broadway at the Hobby Centers. 22-23 season. Third Act is theater's first NFT marketplace where fans collect theater's most memorable moments. Everything sold through Third Act comes straight from the shows you love with a percentage going back to the people who made them. Welcome to Third Act, where theater collects. So you all know how much I love theater. I mean, I see shows a lot. Um... I'd like to point out that Houston has one of the best regional theater companies in the state, if not in the country, um, the Alley Theater. Right now, they are presenting Clue, which is a hilarious take on the iconic board game and the movie uh, motion picture. It runs up until August 28th. Um, I had the opportunity to attend opening night, and I think everyone needs to go out and see it. Um, it is a wonderful show that artists in it are, they're so talented. They're so freaking amazing. So be sure to check out Clue at the Alec Theater. Um, and speaking of touring, I know y'all have only you know, really got into cities, you know, Chicago and LA. Um, what are some cities you're looking forward to visiting? We actually also did Minneapolis and, oh, and Denver Minneapolis. in between, but they were shorter. Yeah. They were like three, three weeks since, mm. um, which is still kind of long, Yeah, <laughs> like shorter. It's like actually almost a month. Yeah. Um, what other cities am I excited about? Um, I'm really excited. I'm looking forward to San Fran uh, mm. SF, which is next um next month no it's in September and October okay. um because we get such a long sit down there and I and I think I have a feeling the weather is going to be amazing and mm. um I'm just really excited to 
to be there. Um, yeah. Other cities that I look forward to is like, uh, we're kind of along this coast. So like um, Seattle, I, I'm looking mm. forward to. And then um, Vegas, because I used to live in Vegas. I used to do Cirque du Soleil, yes. uh, the Beatles love show in Vegas. So mm-hmm. I have so many friends there and I just can't yeah. wait to see them all because it's been almost like eight or nine years since I've, since I first started there. So. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. It's been a while and I, I just can't wait to see everybody. Yeah. Um, that's another thing that I, you know, do find that it kind of is you know fun to tour you get to you know not only see you know new places you also get to visit friends who you might not have seen in quite you know some time um and especially coming from the pandemic um it it must be nice you know to you know kind of like oh my gosh I'm performing again and then my friends are in the audience yeah oh so special because especially like as I've been working in tv and film for a bit like Mm-hmm. people don't get to see your work until like it comes out which is like maybe like a year or two later and yeah. it's different because it's cut and it's and it's formulated into this in tv show or or movie and then mm-hmm. here it's like you they get to come see you in person in person like, yeah yeah oh um and now that we've mentioned Cirque du Soleil I am I think I'm probably like one of the I wouldn't say one of the biggest fans but I am a huge fan of um of Cirque and their work um I mean every time a show comes to Houston I I will I will go like I I went last year I saw yeah I saw Alegria um in Houston um that which really felt special because they had so they had opened 2020 I believe like they were supposed to open, I think, March, like right there in March. I think they had mm. one or two, you know, like performances and then shut down. It, it, you know, right. everything just shut down. And when I, and then when they, you know, announced, you know, Alegria will be coming back and they are going to, you know, start the tour again in Houston. I was so excited and I, I actually attended opening night, which I didn't even realize it was opening night. Oh, <laughs> like, fun. Yeah, it was so, you know, it was so fun to, you know, watch a Cirque show again. And also, I think, I think it might, I don't, I think it might have been one of the, like, one of the first, not the first, but I think one of the first tours to, like, you know, kind of reopen. Mm-hmm. Um, so it felt really, you know, special, too. Um, it was such a good production. Um, you, uh, you did perform in Love, correct? Yeah, the Beatles love show. Yeah. What was that experience like for you? Um, Especially, you know, getting to hear, you know, the Beatles music, what, like every night, every (laughs) performance? Yeah, we, I I know a lot of their music now because of that show. I mean, I knew their classics, their their famous songs, but yeah, yeah, I I loved in the same way that like kind of Moulin Rouge, you know, like Justin Levine has composed so many like songs into one and we kind of had the same thing where we would like a transition would be like a little sample from a certain song Mm -hmm. or you know like there would be three songs in one and I I really loved that part um I think performing in Cirque du Soleil and 
and in a big show like that prepared me so much for my career and my future. Mm. It was my biggest dream to be in Cirque du Soleil since I was like 15. Mm. And it happened when I was like 19 or 20, um, which was way earlier oh, than I expected. Wow. I definitely thought, I thought, yeah, I didn't know it was going to happen that soon. Um, but I think yeah. I, I just learned so much. I kind of call it my college experience because I didn't go mm. to a university, but I got to learn so much about like theater and the technical aspects. Like our stage had like moving parts and big holes mm-hmm. that you could like, you know, mm-hmm. jump or fall into. Jump and we had fall, harnesses yeah. and and there a lot of awareness that had to be learned there, um, yeah. along with the artistry and performance and oh, um, yeah. the, obviously the dance steps. But like, there's just so many other components, and everyone in that cast was from was it one of the best of the best and also from all over the world. So I had friends from Brazil and from Russia Mm. and from, um, you know, like Japan, like all these friends that I have and I've kept over the years. Um, It was just a very special, special environment and show. Mm. Um, That is, I, that is so cool to hear. And I get, I, I get really, you know, like, excited whenever I see a post from Circus I'm like ooh, you know what did they you know what did they post today what show are we going to oh, learn yeah. about today um mm. so it's that's yeah and I actually did see a uh, love I think like oh my gosh maybe like five six years ago something mm. like that it was very I loved it I thought it was I might have like, been in it at that time oh my goodness I yeah oh, well oh my god okay but I don't know it was, uh, if it was six years ago yeah um it was quite some time ago but it was it was a really like good show I thought um the tech the uh, there were a lot of technical aspects I didn't realize you know kind of made up you know the mm-hmm. show. so much technical stuff so much show, yeah right? like the projections um mm-hmm. you know on the screens because it's y'all are in a it's in a 360 you know kind of environment um mm-hmm. so let and let me kind of piggyback off of that actually what is it like to you know, well what was it like to perform in you know a 360 you know venue oh I loved it it was confusing at first I think like <laughs> when I first learned all the runways, like we named all the runways, one, two, three, four, five, six. And I would get really confused. (laughs) Like I would think (laughs) I'd be in runway one, but I was runway two. And eventually I got the hang of it. But I think I loved performing in the round. I thought that was such a cool concept. And I think you can't really hide anything. Mm -mm. And you (laughs) always have to be performing even like from the back, you know? Yeah. You can't just, you can't just like, perform with your face in the front you it's also like your physicality from the from the other side and I think the other cool thing is like it's always going to be a completely different show depending on where you're sitting yeah that Mm -hmm. that's true or I've noticed you know in people have taken pictures you know of like their view um you know from the from the audience and it's kind of cool to see you know like also, you know, during the show, kind of see or think about, you know, what one person sees and then what another person may or may not see. Um, but I feel like it's, a, it is a, it was a very, it, it is a very intimate, you know, then, you know, space. 
um, what is what is it like to kind of you know do the show? Um, y'all do the two shows, correct? Like I think at was it eight and then ten? I believe. Yeah, or we t- did ten shows a week. Oh yeah, oh, and we God. did two shows a night. But yeah, we did get two days off. Mm. So that's been the biggest difference. Like with the two show days, I know it it is a lot, but I've also done two shows every day. Um, But the other thing is that we got two days off. So Mm -hmm. your body has two full days to rest, whereas this is just the one day. One day. Um, Yeah. yeah, So it's just different. But I at least knew coming into Moulin Rouge, I was like, okay, well, at least I've done like, I know what 10 shows a week feels like. So this is eight. (laughs) <laughs> so this is my this might not be as you know or i i was thinking there, but... yeah also the Cirque du Soleil shows in Vegas are like 90 minutes long and our show is yeah. two and a half or two and a half yeah two, yeah something like that two hours and 40 minutes yeah um so yeah it's different for sure yeah um hopefully everyone has listened to the soundtrack already um the cast recording of Moulin Rouge um it takes a lot of you know like you hear some Lady Gaga songs you hear like an Adele (laughs) song closer to the end um what is it like to you know kind of take a you know kind of twist those songs you know in a way and you know do that eight times a week um to, to to twist those songs you said or I guess like kind of or to kind of take your own, you know, uh, oh, our own take on it. Yeah, your, your own take on it. Yeah, because it kind of, it delves, you know, kind of takes the story, you know, on its, you know, that its journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think Justin did a great job of like blending all of these amazing, amazing songs, or even like yeah. even little like tidbits of songs, or like or like just the instrumental of one song, and you can catch it you know yeah briefly um and I think it the way it was written and paired with the the script and the journey it, it flows really beautifully mm. um so like there's always the recognition of the audience knowing a song and I think like that's always fun to hear in their their yeah. murmurs or their gasps like oh I yeah. know that song but yeah. I also think like um the way it's presented is like it helps tell the story as well Mm-hmm. Um, and and I know even like certainly in the Lady Gaga section, um, mm-hmm. and Justin was like, "Give us the the way that Lady Gaga like, like the rah rah, like give us that in that in that like, moment, give like, that play it play into yeah. into what how she sings as well. So in mm-hmm. certain moments, it is like that. Um, we take inspiration from the artist. Mm-hmm. Um, other times, it's like we sing it completely different from the original because we yeah. are like making that just juxtaposition or playing a role or a character. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Hey y'all, it's Lance um, from the Broadway Your Way podcast. Um, I just wanted to come on here and quickly say, um, no matter where you are in your podcasting journey or your influencer journey or, you know, anything like that, Anchor is going to be your best friend. I love using the Anchor app because it is very convenient, very easy, and very, 
you know, up to standard as far as usage goes. I record all my episodes with Anchor, and you should too. The Best of Broadway returns 6. Moulin Rouge, the musical. Harper Lee's To Kill a Mockingbird. Ain't Too Proud. Pretty Woman. Jesus Christ Superstar. And as a special season option, the return of Wicked. An unforgettable season to look forward to. We're saving your seat. Memorial Hermann, Broadway at the Hobby Centers, 22-23 season. Third Act is theater's first NFT marketplace where fans collect theater's most memorable moments. Everything sold through Third Act comes straight from the shows you love with a percentage going back to the people who made them. Welcome to Third Act, where theater collects. Um, and ooh, here's a fun one that actually someone wanted to know what, uh, is, what is one song that you could, you know, if you could add more songs, which ones would they be and why? Ooh, <laughs> uh, that's so hard. Cause there's so many, I don't even know how many songs there are. There's a lot in this show. Yeah. Um, that always surprised me. <laughs> I I don't know if I have an exact answer for mm. that because it's like I feel perfect pretty, the way it is. Yeah, I'm like I yeah. feel pretty fulfilled in all the different tracks and all the little like even he included like Regina Spector and like Postal Service. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And the Elephant Love Medley and I, like that's probably one of my favorite songs cuz there's so many fun songs in that. Yeah. Um like he he really they all like really included a lot of a lot of quirky songs even some songs that I don't know but my parents would know you know yeah so yeah I don't know if I'm yearning for a song to be in the show but Mm. I would hope that like you know if Moulin Rouge continues for like 10 years this musical is still on yeah uh, it'd be cool to see the music have additions and stuff like that eventually Yeah. yeah yeah um what is your favorite song to listen to, you know, off stage? And then what is your favorite number to perform in? Ooh. I think okay, off stage. I think ELM. Or the mm-hmm. you know, when when they're singing um all of the little like love songs. The love songs, um, yeah. Because it's been updated from the movie and it's yeah. just so cute. And Connor and Courtney like sing every line so amazingly and mm-hmm. it makes everybody laugh I don't know I really love I love the way that one's put together yeah um and then on stage I think my favorite song mm-hmm. well ooh, I think it's come what may come up in the may. ending when everyone sings together because yeah there's something about hearing everyone's voices together in that song it makes yeah. like honestly it made me cry every time in rehearsals oh. um I was like don't cry just sing the notes but then, you, then you're yeah. like oh I'm crying I can't sing the notes but um <laughs> I think I think that's one of my favorite it's like simple but it's so powerful and when I, I watch it. the show it's my mm. favorite part of the show too because everyone yeah. comes out and you get just to appreciate every single person on stage and hear all the voices 
together is like quite mm-hmm. overwhelming. Yeah. Um, man, that, and also I think it's a really, you know, kind of nice and like you said, powerful and impactful ending um, to mm-hmm. you know, a whirlwind of like two and a half hours of, you know, singing and dancing and, you know, storytelling. Yeah. So it's kind of, and also, you know, everyone kind of gets that moment to share the stage, you know, everyone, like you said, yeah, is on stage. Yeah, so everyone's that, voices are singing at the exact same time. It's yeah. like, it's with the same words. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then there are so many, you know, aspects, dancing, you know, the tech aspects as well. It is, you know, like we mentioned, a huge show. Um, have there been any funny onstage mishaps so far? Of course, there's <laughs> lots. I mean, but maybe they're not always, um, you know, visible to the audience. Sometimes they are and sometimes they mm. aren't. What have, um, do you have a few maybe that you might be able to spill? <laughs> well, I definitely have taken a few tumbles. <laughs> <laughs> or like my foot has like slid out from under me. And I'm, I just know like in the can-can or something, I'm like, okay, I'm going down. Yeah. like this you know it goes in slow motion once that happens <laughs> Just, you're like okay I'm going down I don't I'm think falling. I can I save myself I can't, yeah. I can't cover this up and I'm just like okay just like fall on your like you know your thigh or your butt yeah. anything that's not going to injure you don't don't catch yourself and then yeah I get back up and I twirl and everyone always like sees it but are you okay I'm like yeah yeah I'm, I'm good I'm, just everyone saw that though <laughs> oh I don't care I mean like obviously mm, yeah. the, the best part is is like the live theater part it's like there's always this element of like staying on your toes and improv and like sometimes stuff happens and you just yeah you have to keep going and so I always like flourish and I get up and um yeah it, those moments are always it's gotta keep hilarious. going yeah Yes. Yeah. Um, what advice would you give to an aspiring dancer, I'll say, or aspiring, you know, performer? Um, I think always keep training and keep training in anything that interests you. And mm. even in the things that like, maybe you're not so good at, or maybe you have, you want to be good at one day, like, don't shy away from it and just like go for it and continue training. Yeah. Um, like I loved, like I had an interest in improv classes and like had the best time of my life. And I think like it's made me a better and stronger performer and adaptable human. Um, yeah. Same with singing. If you're, if you're, if you're dance heavy, like work on your singing. If you're a, a really strong singer, like, take up dance and acting as well and Mm. and uh and yeah just keep going for it and and know that every opportunity every audition is just an opportunity to share what you have Mm. as opposed to like trying to prove that you can do it because you 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 can you can do you can only do what you can do at that point yeah so yeah but kind of keeping like your perspectives your perspective open you know singing dancing you know kind of getting all you know those little you know experiences here and there yeah I mean get as much as you can and and then once the big opportunity comes like once the big audition comes it's like maybe you've done all the work already and it 
is is way easier than it would have been like a year ago or two years ago yeah. or whatever yeah. it is all these all these little steps that you're taking in in this training time or like in college or in between things like mm-hmm. it's all gonna it might not feel as impactful now but, but one day you're gonna be like oh my gosh wow I'm glad I did that um yeah, yeah. I'm glad I did that growth earlier yeah um and what can audiences um expect from the tour um oh my gosh it's like a party Mm -hmm. that's what that's what I've heard from a lot of my friends that have come see they're like it's just obviously a feast for the eyes like yeah I love our set design oh my gosh Mm -hmm. I love the set design I love the costumes they are just a spectacle on their own and then once you have like the amazing music and the talent on stage like you'll be singing and dancing in, in your seat and yes and you'll till the end I, I love my favorite part is the encore when you can see the audience like stand up and dance yeah um and they're just having an amazing time it's an escape it's yeah it's gonna it's just like a really fun party and you'll hear amazing music and see amazing dance and amazing artistry. Yeah. Um, I've, I've seen pictures and, you know, production photos and they just look so, um, the set looks so gorgeous and the costumes look incredible. Um, like everything, you know, honestly looks like, it looks glamorous. I'll say that. It looks <laughs> so like, and I, I, I don't know. I forget who it was but I think it was last week I commented on your I think it was the LA opening night and y'all had you know the 360 camera thingy oh, um yeah. yeah I thought it was really you know cool to see I was like oh wow you know oh um, yeah yeah that that was so fun because we didn't get to have um a Chicago opening yeah um, due to some COVID at the time yeah. Yeah. and so I think everyone was just so happy to celebrate um yeah our LA opening yeah um and I, th- I feel like LA is such a fitting show for Moulin Rouge as well yeah I think I, LA audiences will appreciate the show LA is kind of like with live theater LA audiences I don't know sometimes it's hit or miss is yeah. what I hear um but like I think LA will love this show um yeah. and so will other cities um yeah yeah um I I hopefully I'm pretty sure I will be catching the show in Houston next year I'm <gasps> yeah yes I'm literally I told I told all my friends I'm like we're all going we're all going to dress up we're all going to be yes. you know b- baked up uh, like whatever y'all want to we're going to like you know look good look appropriate for the theater but also look you know because it's Moulin Rouge. I'm going to go. Some people, out. yeah, some people like amaze me with their outfits after the yeah. show. Like I see them walking and I'm like, okay, they made an actual can-can skirt. It they looks like it. Yeah. mine. Or like, I love like this. Some people wear like the big, long red dresses. Like, yes. So amazed. I love that. Yeah. I love having fun with your life. And I, yeah. and, if, and if that's something that you want to do, like do it. It's so well, great yeah, to it, see. Yeah. And I, that's the beauty, I think, of theater. And also, I think the show in particular is just a very, like you said, it's like a party. It's a fun night out. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, everyone is welcome. So yeah, that's the best part. That's the best message. Yeah. Um, and before we, um, there's all the questions that I have for today. Before we, um, you know, end, uh, before we end the episode, where can people, uh, you know, reach out to you and uh, follow you oh, on social media? Um, yeah, on I think all my handles on Instagram and well, I don't really use TikTok that much, but there are a few <laughs> gems on there. Um, <laughs> on Instagram and TikTok, it's at J E N N Y O U I N. That says genuine. Um, yeah. <laughs> if you don't know, people <laughs> get confused. Um, <laughs> and yeah, my I think there's a way to contact me or email for anything on there as well so all right um thank you so much jen for coming on today oh thanks for having me it was so much fun hey y'all it's lance um from the broadway your way podcast um i just wanted to come on here and quickly say um no matter where you are in your podcasting journey or your influencer journey or, you know, anything like that, Anchor is going to be your best friend. I love using the Anchor app because it is very convenient, very easy, and very, you know, up to standard as far as usage goes. I record all my episodes with Anchor, and you should too. So you all know how much I love theater. I mean, I see shows a lot. Um, I'd like to point out that Houston has one of the best regional theater companies in the state, if not in the country, um, the Alley Theater. Right now they are presenting Clue, which is a hilarious take on the iconic board game and the movie uh, motion picture. It runs up until August 28th. Um, I had the opportunity to attend opening night, and I think everyone needs to go out and see it. Um, it is a wonderful show that artists in it are, they're so talented, they're so freaking amazing. So be sure to check out Clue at the Alec Theater. is the winner of 10 Tony Awards, including Best Musical. Experience the Tony Award-winning spectacular on Broadway. The Best of Broadway returns 6. Moulin Rouge, the musical. Harper Lee's To Kill a Mockingbird. Ain't Too Proud, Pretty Woman, Jesus Christ Superstar, and as a special season option, the return of Wicked, an unforgettable season to look forward to. We're saving your seat. Memorial Herman, Broadway at the Hobby Centers, 22-23 season. All 
All right. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode eight of the Broadway Your Way podcast. My name is Lance. I want and I want to say a huge thank you to Jen Stafford for coming on and talking to me about Moulin Rouge and Cirque du Soleil and, you know, everything about life on tour. Um, be sure to follow her on Instagram, like she mentioned before, and be sure to follow the blog on Instagram at Broadway Your Way. Um, fun fact, now you can stream all the podcast episodes on the blog's website. Um, you can find more information on my personal Instagram and the blog's Instagram about that. Um, be sure to follow, you know, the blog for, you know, a lot of Q&As and reviews um, about shows and things like that. Um, so yeah, stay tuned next week as I will introduce you to my episode nine guests. Um, it will be very exciting. It's a very, um, exciting, it will be a very exciting episode. So stay tuned for that announcement coming up. Um, and yeah, uh, thank you for, you know, listening to the podcast and taking me into your lives and, you know, letting me bring people's stories to the table. Um, I hope, you know, that this podcast, well, I hope and I know that this podcast, you know, continues to grow. Um, so yeah, stay tuned for some exciting stuff, um, all around. This is where all your dreams come true. You are... The Moulin Rouge. Because you can't, can't, can't!